Welcome to Living With Lifestyle, the podcast that brings you a wealth of information, inspiration, and support on every aspect of living with MS. I'm your host, Kelly Wright, and I'm thrilled to be on this journey with you. Before we dive in, let me share a bit about myself. My passion for this podcast stems from my own experiences with MS. Caring for my incredible mum, who bravely lived with MS, and receiving my own diagnosis at the age of 30. My goal is to create a space where we can all feel connected, understood, and supported. This podcast isn't just about me, it's about building a vibrant community where we can share stories, laugh together, and even shed a tear when we need to. It's about supporting each other through the unique, individual, and unpredictable journey of living with MS. Get ready for a diverse range of topics from medical experts and health and wellness professionals, corporate executives and HR experts. We'll be bringing you latest research insights, trending themes and resources on how to manage MS effectively. I'm so excited to embark on this incredible adventure with you all. Together, we'll gain confidence, knowledge and empowerment to create the lifestyles that truly support our wellness and aspirations. Welcome to Living With Lifestyle. My name is Kelly Wright and I am your host for the next 15 minutes. So today's episode has been an accumulation of questions that you have been asking me on my social media platforms or DMing me. So I'm going to go through, I've written a huge list um, of which are around 20 odd questions. I'm going to snap through them and hopefully I'm going to answer as much as I can and you will find it beneficial and we'll go from there. Okay, so I've grouped them into um, some communities. The first one is around diagnosis. So the first question is, how were you diagnosed? Um, I was diagnosed in August 2008. It's always bizarre how you remember your diagnosis date. But my first symptoms started around January of that year. And they were numbness in my left leg, I had an optic neuritis, which at the time I thought I had scratched my eye and my vision was blurry and I couldn't feel myself going to the bathroom. So that's how I knew something was wrong. And I decided to go to my family GP who then told me I needed to go and see a neurologist. And following on from that, another question is, what are the common first symptoms? I am nowhere near an expert in this space. But from my investigation and my conversations with people living with MS or supporting those with MS, I think it's probably three core areas around vision, uh, numbness and mobility. Uh, I I could be totally wrong, but that's, that's what I'm hearing. So if you are experiencing any of those, don't wait. Time is brain. Go and see your doctor and log online to MS Motion or other websites where they can give you, you know, pretty good advice quickly. Um, How many drugs have you tried? I mean, drugs in terms of looking after my body and my MS. I have tried Rebif. That was my first one. An injection uh, three times a week that made me sick. So we uh, moved from that to Delenia which was a pill that I took every day. But to be honest, I'm not very good at taking pills every day. And I forgot. And I went into a full-on flare-up. So we had to move. 
Thai Sabri, which I absolutely loved. Um, and then I, I moved on to Ocrevus, which I'm now on, and I've had two infusions, which leads nicely to the next question. Why did you switch from Thai Sabri? If you were following me at this time, I was absolutely heartbroken, devastated, grieving for the goodness that was Thai Sabri. Thai Sabri is a four weekly infusion that I would go to the hospital and get refueled. But one of the side effects of Thai Sabri is that it can ignite the uh, JCV virus. We all have this virus inside our bodies and it can lead to PML, which is a neurological brain virus, which kills you. And of course, for me, Thai Sabri uh, activated that virus and I became JCV positive. So we had to change uh, pretty quickly onto Ocrevus. And I've now been infused, infused, had two infusions with Ocrevus. How often do you get your infusion? So Thai Sabri was every four weeks. Um, which I absolutely loved. And the question here is, do you miss Thai Sabri? And yeah, I thought I was going to miss it. And again, if he was following that time, I, my grieving, it was like a breakup with a boyfriend or girlfriend. Um, but I now go every six months, like it's really intense. And my last infusion four weeks ago was full on. It was the first time I had had a full infusion. The first infusion is split over to um, two sessions, two weeks apart. So this one, you had it, I got it all. Leads on to the next question, how long does it take? So the full infusion, I got to the hospital around eight o'clock and I left at 2 p.m. So the infusion um, is administered with a steroid, with a antihistamine because it can cause reaction. For me, both times I've or three times I've taken it, if we include the first session as two, I got really itchy lips like I was getting sick, like I was starting to react to something. Um, but they just come and slow it down and, and make sure that there's no other side effects. But the steroids, oh my God, send you off your head. I didn't know whether I was awake, whether I was asleep, what was going on. Um, and one of the questions is, do you get that metal taste? The first time after their steroids, I did get the metal taste. And I've had the steroids when we've had the flare and you have to have the steroids to make you, you know, to control alt delete and reboot your system. But steroids with the Ocrefus infusion, I was starving after, so hungry. I had this craving, please don't judge me for hot wings or whatever they're called from KFC. So I made my husband drive me to KFC to get some hot wings and then I couldn't eat them. I was so disappointed in myself because I just felt so sick that I couldn't eat them. The recent time of the full infusion, to be honest, apart from the uh, little bit of itchiness it was good. I didn't react to the steroids. So I was really pleased about that. But again, if you were following two weeks in, I hit a wall and I was so low depressed. Um, and I had to keep telling myself that it's, this is not how, you know, this is not life making me feel like this. This is the removal of the drugs from my system and those, that steroid bringing me down. You know, we can't always be high all the time, right? There's going to be a balance. And that's what the steroid did for me. 
Do you get flushed? No, I don't. And I know I've got a little bit of redness, but I think that's because I've been outside and been eaten alive by mosquitoes, Queensland. Um, I don't get flushed. Um, I don't get hot flushes after the infusion either. So sorry that you do, but I don't. Um, what do you do? I mean, I go in and this is only my second time of a long infusion, but I went in with all the intentions that I was going to, um, and my producer will kill me, I was going to edit all the podcasts, the future podcasts. I was going to do so much work. I told them, don't worry, I've got this. Um, but to be honest, I was flaking in and out of sleep for the whole of that time. So actually nothing um, got done. I had a book with me, the, um, the, the Atomic Habits. I wanted to read all of that, didn't even look at it. So um, someone said to me, it's one of the questions, well, it wasn't a question. They said, I would just sleep through my infusion. And I thought, no, I, there's no way I'm going to sleep. But I did. I was just in and out of sleep. Does it hurt? Look, my veins have been attacked for now so many years, since 2015, um, every four weeks, you know, having needles in for bloods, for infusion. So now it's just part and parcel and you know where your good veins are right you know where there's I have a good one right here and that's my good veins people try to put it in my hands or somewhere else but that just doesn't work for me I am um, I got a good one and that's what we use so no it doesn't really hurt it's just a frustration being out you know not you can't do anything for that amount of time how do you like Aquavest? Well, I like it now, right? I put up all those barriers, like it's going to be so bad. Um, I hate it. I'm like Ty Sabari, bring back. But actually, it was, you know, so simple. And I'm only going to the hospital once every six months. So that's really manageable for my life, for my work. Um, and I just deal with the emotional roller coaster for four weeks after. I mean, that's fine. Part and parcel of multiple sclerosis. How many, um, what shots did you have? Okay, so before you get um, Ocrevus, you have to go for lots of vaccinations. So I had to have another COVID. So I think I'm on my fourth COVID. I had to have the flu shot, but you can't take them within a certain time of each other. And one of the side effects is um, hep um, herpes and um, shingles. So I had to have the shingles vaccination. Shingles vaccination, again, you have to leave it time between it because it's two vaccinations. My neurologist didn't tell me that. He just said, get all of these vaccinations. So I went to my GP literally with a list. And she was just like, sit down. This is going to take two months to get all of you, um, everything done for you. So yeah, shingles, flu, COVID, I think that was it. I've noticed you're getting fitter. How? Any tips on, on what we can do? I'm not getting, like, I'm just focusing on, on myself. I'm giving myself a goal. I'm using the shit that I have in my garage, which is my um, a bike and a running machine. But I am just doing it for myself. I have to do it, especially at that time with the Ocrevus made me feel really low. I had to just get in the gym because I know that's how I get my balance back. Um, but, yeah getting fit got to get strong and after that podcast with adriana if you haven't listened to that listen to it right she is freaking awesome and her body strength and her muscle strength i was just in awe so i thought i have to make sure that 
if something happens and I cannot, I'm not as mobile as I am now, I need to be able to carry myself and pick myself and be strong enough for that. So that's what I'm doing. Everybody do that if you can. Um, any tips on becoming more open about multiple sclerosis? If you are, I mean, it's hard, right? Because I am a outwardly extrovert, inwardly introvert person. And I use conversation as a form of defense. I feel that if I talk to people about my MS and give them the information that I am willing to share, I feel in control of the conversation. So you probably have to have a conversation with yourself around what is comfortable for you. What are you comfortable sharing? Uh, what are your boundaries? And feel comfortable to be able to say, you know, I that that's something that I don't like talking about. This is what I can tell you. And ask people, you know, you know, what what is it you would like to know about living with MS? And then you're soon, I think, you have to bite the bullet. Once you've said it once, you'll say it again and again. But you must feel comfortable. And at the end of the day, if you don't want to tell people about your life, whatever that is, you don't need to and people should respect that. But if you want to be able to tell people, you know, just start small. Just tell people and don't make I never make it a big deal. And that's probably what shocks people. I just drop it into conversation and um yeah, that, that works for me. But good luck. I mean, reach out to me more. I, I, I know who asked, asked this question, so just reach out to me more if I can do anything to help you. Do you still work? Absolutely. I work like a Trojan. I am a weapon of mass destruction on most days. No, I walk, I work for um, a large recruitment agency, Hayes. I am a uh, associate director. I look after all of ANZ and we provide amazing assessment services for organizations who are going through change or reform. I love people, as you know this about me, and I love to get into the crux of what good looks like and how to future-proof organizations. So it's a full-on job, right? You you call me and my team in and we come in, I always say we come in like whirlwinds and we really try to set people up for, set organizations up for the future and, you know, match the talent that they already have and look for talent that can be added to make sure that they're future-proofed. But yes, I still work and I run my podcast and I sell my amazing merchandise because I hate not doing anything. And my husband goes to golf on a Saturday, so that gives me a full day to do whatever I want. I'm not really a relaxing kind of person. Uh, what do you do? Well, I've just told you what I did. I hope that answers. If you work for an organization, you want me to come and help you, DM me. How do you balance everything? Well, I just said that I don't like downtime and I just like to work all of the time, but that's probably a lie. I'm in bed most days by half past eight, 9 p.m., but I'm up at 5 a.m. That's where I'm switched on. I've learned to really listen to my body and say no to things, no to things that do not serve me and no to things that don't make me happy. I think a lot of us go through life doing and saying yes to things because it's an expectation, because it's family or close friends or they're going to have the hump if you don't turn up or you don't, you know, commit. I've stopped that. 
there's a line. I really do try to do what I want to do. Um, and I'm open about it saying I can't do that. I've got other things booked in or I just don't feel up to it and I need to rest. Again, if you are talking about living with MS, people are going to understand that you can't do it all. But I make sure that balance of work, play, rest and activity is balanced. Again, in Adriana's podcast, she said sleep is just as important as the hustle. So that's what I try to maintain. How are you? I mean, I'm good. Thanks for asking. How are you? I am in a four-week post-Ocrevus stage and I feel really good. I feel that apart from a few days this month, I've been in the gym every day. I'm reading some awesome books that Atomic Habits is excellent. I'm listening to some great podcasts and I'm really in a good place. My MS is touch wood in a good place and we're containing and we're managing. So yeah. I'm good. Another question, but thank you for living with. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. I hope that you're really enjoying the podcast and I hope that you have been um, on our website and purchased everything. There's coaching on there. We did uh, accountability August that went down really well, which was a tech service for completely free of uh, me making you all accountable to your goals. Um, but we'll probably put something in you know, after the new year so we can get back on track because, I mean, it's technically Christmas now. I've seen Christmas trees up everywhere, so everyone's going to start having fun. Um, why and how do you do this? Why do I do this? I do this because I believe I have a voice and that I'm not scared to use it and that I want to help people living with MS feel comfortable and confident to tell their stories and to learn from others who are sharing their stories. And I want to give them a platform to be able to do that and a safe space without judgment to do that. And how do I do it? I mean, it takes a village, right? I've got a great support team around me that helps me um, try and achieve the most out of every single day. How do I order? Livingwithlifestyle.com.it no, .com, that's it. I'm not a .com.au, livingwithlifestyle.com. Head over to there, order everything. You've just missed out on free shipping, but we have promos every single month. So jump on and have a look around and then send me your picture of wearing, what thing am I on here? Of something. My clothing to me has now become a uniform. I wear it every single day. So comfy, um, but yes. Okay. That's it. Did I whiz through them? Did I speak too fast? Slow me down on your uh, device if I did. But thank you for your questions. It really means a lot that you are showing interest, that you want to know more, and most of all, that you want to support living with lifestyle and others living with MS or supporting those with MS. Now, I would love your help. This is an important show, and we want to touch as many people as we possibly can living with MS or supporting those with MS. And I need your help to do that. Can you please write a review on the Apple app? Can you share this podcast on social media? By doing that, we're going to get out with global domination. That's what we want. We want to create a community of people thriving with MS. If you can do that for me, the first five people that send me the screenshot of their review and the uh, social media 
repost, re-like, whatever it is, you will get sent by me with love one of our Living With Hats in white with the grey logo or black with the vibrant orange logo. How awesome are these hats? And just by liking this podcast or sharing it and and writing a review on the app, you will get sent one. The first five people to do that. Please, can you do that for me? Thank you for joining me on this episode of Living With Lifestyle. I'm grateful for each and every one of you, our dedicated listeners who make this podcast a true community of strength and empowerment. Your support means the world to us. Don't forget to hit that follow subscribe button on your favorite podcast app to stay up to date with our latest episodes. And if you can, leave a review or rating that will help others find the show. You can also connect with us on social media at Living With Lifestyle for even more engaging content and discussions. Or head to our website, livingwithlifestyle.com. All the links are in the episode notes. Thank you again for being part of this incredible community. Until next time, keep shining bright and living life to the fullest. This is Living With Lifestyle, signing off.